I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is September 26, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, Lead off segment, <clears throat> excuse me, for this episode is entitled, It Was Nice to Have the ACC so- Showcased for a Couple of Weeks. Um, SEC football starts this week and we know the focus is going to shift to the SEC, especially when Clemson is on a bye week. So for the first couple of weeks of the season, we actually had some ACC games that were showcased. Um, Notre Dame being in the conference has uh, helped uh, the ACC brand a lot. Um, so it was it was just a good feeling because sometimes the ACC is just an afterthought after Clemson. Um, it used to be that way with Florida State, but you know we've sucked for the last couple years, so we're not in that. Uh, we're not in that category anymore. Um, I just, um, you would just hope that, <clears throat> you know, one day that we can become a the premier conference in college football. Um, we've got the teams. It's just, you know, getting the talent and um, getting the right coaches to those programs. Um, you know, the ACC has always been a sleeping giant. I don't think anybody could um, really, you know, sit here and deny that. Um, you know, I mean, teams like Georgia Tech and I mean, I don't even need to say anything about Florida State and Miami. Um, but, you know, Virginia Tech has played in national championships. Virginia, I mean, there's tons of great football players that come out of the state of Virginia that go elsewhere. So if Virginia, if Virginia and Virginia Tech could ever keep those um, players in state, I mean, you're talking about, you know, two teams being very good. And then Pittsburgh, all the talent that comes out of Pennsylvania, come on. So <clears throat> the ACC has tremendous potential. They just have to get the talent. So let me know what you think about that segment. Next segment, game day and a 7.30 p.m. kickoff, the agony. You know, I hate – we haven't been – Florida State hasn't been in a showcase game, a primetime game in so long. I forgot what it felt like. And it's just going to be agony sitting here all day 
waiting to watch this game. And it's just a dis you know, disappointing performance. So, I mean, it's showtime. I mean, the lights are on. You're gonna be spotlighted. I just I don't want us to go out there and lay an egg. That's my thing. You know, I just need to see a um tremendous effort all the way around from these guys. And hopefully get the win. Not just a a great effort, just um a win. You know, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I I wanna win this game. And um You know, I just can't put into words what it would mean to me to to get a win against an arch rival. It would be tremendous. Um, but I don't even know. I mean, I I watch some of the SEC stuff. Um, cause they play a tremendous brand of football. Um, and with them only playing in conference games, it's gonna be even more interesting. So, and I just hope that COVID-19 doesn't ruin everything. We've already had the Notre Dame-Wake Forest game uh, postponed or rescheduled. And you just, you know, I just hope we can get through it. They, they've they already said that the virus is mutating. I mean, we've only been in this cooler climate for like a week. And the virus is already mutating. Um, I don't know about that one, but, um, it's nice to have Florida State back in a primetime game. I wish we had beat Georgia Tech, but we didn't, but we got a tremendous opportunity, um, this Saturday to compete and win. I hope we do. And, um, you know, that's it. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. Next segment, Emmett Rice. Can he have a career day? He's from Miami. He's going to be in front of friends and family. Well, probably not because of the pandemic. So probably not, but they'll be able to watch it on TV. He'll still be in front of friends and family on via TV. Um, but, um, you know, a career day for him would probably be 10 plus tackles, maybe a forced turnover, interception, some kind of big play. And, um, usually when we, um, have a guy like that, that's from Miami, that went to Florida State and is playing at Miami, sometimes, usually, Dalvin Cook, Devontae Freeman, they show up and show out. So I hope that um, he is the next guy to do that because, you know, I was hyping him up in the offseason that, you know, he was just going to join the elite of uh, Florida State linebackers. And I still hope that he can um, that he can do that. Um But we'll have to see what happens. 
Um, he he really didn't impress me in game one. I'm gonna be honest about it. And uh, you know, I felt like that was a tremendous opportunity to uh get off to a great start. It was against a Georgia Tech uh team. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. But um, the, the play of Jeff Sims was so dynamic. You know, I guess he kind of hindered what some of the defensive guys can do. They wasn't expecting, you know, Jeff Sims to come out and be, you know, that kind of type of player with the mobility and, you know, making the passes that he made. But hopefully in this game, they'll blitz him a lot more often. Him and Amari Gaynor, um, probably our two best blitzing linebackers. And um, we can see more big plays from uh Emmett Rice. So um like I said, I think a career day would be ten plus tackles of a forced a forced fumble or an interception or uh something of that nature. So let me know what you think about Emmett Rice potentially having a career day. I think he's gonna show up. I think he's really hyped for this game. So let me know what you think about uh, Emmett Rice and his chances of having a career day at Miami. Uh, moving on to the next segment. Florida State needs more from the running backs. And I get it. The offensive line sucks. But you got to you gotta make do, man. I mean, Dalvin Cook didn't run behind a tremendous offensive line. Now, it was probably better than anything we've had the last three years. But he didn't he didn't run behind a, you know, SEC type offensive line, Alabama, LSU. He didn't have an offensive line like that. Cam Akers surely didn't. And he almost had 4,000 <laughs> career yards rushing. So <clears throat> it's all about, you know, getting the yards that you can get. And just you need – uh, quicker developing running plays. You know, you don't need long developing running plays. I would like to see more fly sweeps to LaDamian Webb. Uh, I would like to see the pistol formation with Corbin. Um, I think if you run that pistol with Corbin, I think you can get at least three and a half, four yards. Whereas if you try to run that long developing stuff, that you were trying to get with trying to do against Georgia Tech. And let's face it, they 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 got destroyed against UCF. And we were sitting there playing patty cake with them. <clears throat> I mean, you even 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 UCF was doing what I said do which was get the ball out of the quarterback's hands as soon as possible. Granted, their quarterback is a lot more mobile than James Blackman, but still, 
they they did and they were successful so it'll work you know i blame james blackman a, a lot for that game but i also blame the play calling a lot for that game but the utilization of the running backs um in this game is paramount you gotta run some screens with with Corbin, you got and and Webb, and like I said, that fly sweep action where he's running across the back end of the formation and you hand it off to him. I love that. I love that. Um, you need more stuff like that. You need um I wouldn't do bubble screens to my running backs. Um, I would do traditional screens, but you need stuff like that, man. Don't put James Blackman in adverse conditions. He can't handle it. And I'm not trying to bag on the guy. It's just facts. So, um, let me know what you think about that segment. All right. Final segment for this episode. A win could lift this program. And we, we know, we know this. We, you know, everybody that listens to this podcast has probably been lifelong Florida State fans. And we know that when we lose to rivals, especially Miami, um, I'm not going to say Clemson because, I mean, tradition, overall, we, we own Clemson. But the last five years, they've destroyed us. Um, but definitely after a Miami loss, it, team, it tends to linger. For a couple of games. And. Um, we have to. Um, we got to win this game. I, I, I'd hate to put it like this. This is a um, do or die game. There's just no other way around it. I think even if you had won at Georgia Tech. This was a do or die game. That's where this program is now. You need to start beating your rivals again. You and I mean, even a close loss is not good to me. And the last couple of games have really came down to the final play. So I don't, I don't expect a blowout. Like I said, you got to come out here and, um, you know, blitz, 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 De'Ara King. You can't sit here and let him pick. You know, pick us apart. You got to make him move. Man, I want him to show me that he all this hoopla that he's getting, he he's worth it. Okay. Um. That I mean, that's pretty much it. Um. I think defensively we're gonna be okay. Um, you you gotta. I don't know who you're gonna put on Brevin Jordan. Um, I would say put Travis J on him. I think he's the only guy with size. And I, I don't. Let me think here. I don't want to be wrong. I don't think Woodby can check him. I don't think Nasruddin can check him. Nasruddin is a great tackler. He's not. Great in coverage. Um, Lars would be. 
I haven't really seen him make great plays in coverage because he's played linebacker his first couple of years with the team. Um, so I have to see more plays with him at safety. Um, but you cannot let Brevin Jordan run down the middle of the field uncovered, wide open. That can't happen. Because we seen what he did in the uh, the last game where they just didn't cover him. <laughs> and he just, you know, he, he took off. He was a beast. So, um, like I said, a win against Miami could lift this program. Not back to where we used to be, but we it would put us on that path. So, uh, let me know what you think about that segment. That's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Please wear a mask. Please social distance. Please be aware of your surroundings. Um, please do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Please do your research on vitamins. And as always, go nose.